1: Welcome to Roto-Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blendered Blender HD. You're gonna follow me on Twitter, and it's Wednesday, January 3rd. We'll be taking a first look at the when at the uh, week 18 Sunday, the Sunday slate, the last regular season slate of the season. Hit that thumbs up button. You know how much I like the thummy thumbs in the morning. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Join with me for this preview. The preview extraordinaire, who will you said there? Are they still setting off fireworks in the back? That they're still it's 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 January third, right? They're still setting off fireworks from New Year's in in your background, and it's and obviously it's I don't know why it's so dark in South Carolina, but or wherever you're in South Carolina, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. It's still dark there for some reason. It's eleven in the morning. It's still. Still dark there. They're still setting off fireworks. It's, Look, I've got it's neighbors. You, are you the type of person? I, I'm. I, yeah, I, I, I'm older than you, I believe. I'm 44, but you're getting yeah. you're getting up in age. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you care? Do you care about like like when it's New Year's and are do, do you are you asleep by midnight? I mean, like you get to a certain age where it doesn't matter. Who cares? It's just just like it's just another day. Like there's no big difference yeah. between 11, 59, and 12 o'clock.
2: Yeah, and I'm not out, like, partying or anything like that, but obviously I tell people Happy New Year. Now, Blender, my neighbors behind me, every year, Blender, it's, oh, God, they pop fireworks all night. And every year it reminds me, I probably should just soundproof the upstairs because they're going to be really into this, Blender. And they've got, like, um, um, like these stream lights that are in their backyard and they have fire pit. They just chop, chop, all that Boom. I'm like, man, guys, c- you know c- can we get a break one year? So I already know that's coming. So that's my neighbors in the background live right now, uh popping fireworks <laughs> on January 3rd. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm not, you know, I um I typically spend New Year's with my family. Um, we'll go to church and then we come home and, uh, you know, like this year, what did we eat? We didn't like eat anything. I think my, my son wanted to go to like Waffle House and get some breakfast. And of course they were packed. And, um, so I just ate some food at home and went to sleep. Like that was it. Yeah. <laughs> right. When you, was when, it.
1: when you get old enough, it's not a big deal. It's like, okay. When, when you're a teenager, it's like, oh, does he get to stay up late? Especially when New right. Year's is like on a weekday and you have like you have that period office so it's like I'm not used to staying up this late on a Wednesday night or whatever my favorite <laughs> yeah my favorite uh will uh, they they don't do this I don't maybe they do I don't, it doesn't matter no one watches MTV anymore uh my favorite on on New Year's New Year's Eve was that MTV used to back in the this is way back in the day this is like early 90s mid 90s. Yeah. They would do the top 100 music videos of. Oh, of course, yeah. And they yeah. like all the whole day, like they start at noon and go all the yeah. way to like 11 o'clock at night because then they have their the, the the ball dropping whatever show, and it just especially back in the day where, like, you were, you there was no like there was no DVRs like you had to yeah. you were recording stuff you, you you couldn't buy all the CDs or the t- cassettes so you had to like. Uh, record songs off the radio on your little cassette player of course have the DJ on it on your mixtapes and stuff so like to see it's like oh all the best music videos of the entire year and then you're just like what's gonna what's gonna be in the top 10 what's gonna be number yeah. one like that me that was my excitement my excitement yeah. was the top 100 music videos of the year on MTV.
2: That is taking that, me I, back. That
1: was my New Year's. And I didn't care if I had no one over or did, didn't friends over. It's like, I, I remember one year I had, did have people over the house. I had friends from the neighborhood, whatever. And they came mm-hmm. over like, you know, five, six o'clock. And it's like, I'm, people are, you know, hanging out and whatever. It's like, no, I, I got to see what the top, you know, that they're, they're already up into the top 20. It's like, I'm paying right. more attention <laughs> to the, to the I, I need to see what music videos came up. Cause there's no like, I'll oh, check it out later. You'll watch it on YouTube. Or there'll be nah. some list on the internet. This is this pre this is pre internet type of thing. So oh to me, gosh. that was the most exciting part
2: of New Year's Eve. Blender, listen, and I know I keep saying that takes me back, but I'm sitting here thinking about this. Wow, like we it, it feels like we're dating ourselves, and we're not old. Like newsflash, people, we're not old guys. But like
1: to the most of-, of some
2: people, we are old. Depends. I don't know. There are
1: people yeah, older than but, us. I mean, DFS embedding tends to be a little bit more of an older demographic.
2: Yeah, but like the music, like, think about that. Like, music videos aren't even popular anymore. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, music videos back in the day, that that was a thing. Like, you said you came home, you watched, you know, mtv bt, you watch this stuff, and right. I watched you know, yo, you, I, I remember watching yo mtv
1: raps and 120 yeah, minutes. Like, like 120 yeah. minutes was always the great, Like, for, once I got into like alternative and, and metal and stuff like that, like 120 minutes was on at like midnight on on Saturday or something. And it's like, oh, here are videos from bands that like they don't play in the normal rotation. And that's yeah. just, like discover new music and be, oh, it's cool. All the band that I, that I heard on the radio, the, the one song that comes on every blue moon. It's like, oh, they have a video for this. Right? Yeah. And then you get all the yeah. pop stars and everything. Like, yeah, I've seen the I've seen the Michael Jackson video or the Whitney Houston video or whatever the you know the pop music, Mariah Carey, or whoever was out with it. Early 90s. Those yeah. are the days. Boy. Man. Oof.
2: I can't. Believe I'm not it that before. much
1: older than I mean. I'm 44. Will how I mean you you could be people will look at you. See, this is people of color. Let, let me let me just let me tell I, I, let me tell you. You age, you you guys aged so gracefully. Like I I've, I have a friend <laughs> I I've I, I I've a, I have comedians that I'm friends with here, right? Black comedians that I I I saw like two or three weeks ago. I haven't seen them in like five or six years. Mm-hmm. Look the same age. Doesn't matter. It's like oh look they look they could be thirty eight years old. It's like no fifty six. It's like, how is, how is it possible? <laughs> how how come I'm aging and you guys aren't? So I, so I wouldn't be shocked if you were 40, but I don't think you're, you're not
2: 40 yet. Right. No, nah, I'm 37. Okay. See, but, that's and, a, but, but the like, thing is, we grew up in the same, we grew up in the
1: same time. Frame. Same time period. But I'm, I'm telling you, will 20, we're going to be doing this show on a Wednesday previewing an NFL slate 20 years from now. I'm going to look, I'm going to look like I am like, 64 years old and you're going to look exactly the
2: same. It's going to literally <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> we shall see. I I, I like that blender and, and I'd like for you to look exactly the same too. I, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Perfectly fine. Well, other that. than uh, I'm just,
1: just less, less and less hair as, as time well, listen,
2: on. listen, you cannot. Uh, there are things, there are things you can do. So, so many new products out now. And guess I what? Don't get, folks, what do I-, I care? What do I care? I- I've I i I've been wearing a hat like
1: I'm not one of those people that like oh, oh because I've been losing my hair that's why I wear a hat I've worn a hat since I was a teenager I mean I always yeah. wore baseball hats so it's like to me this yeah. is people would look at me and go they, with even when I had hair and go you look weird with hair because everyone's used to seeing me with a hat on
2: yeah I got so you I, I think Listen, it's fine and Blender if folks are wondering why we have so much uh Cultural conversation going on. Listen, folks, this this NFL slate this week's gonna be super interesting and only a couple handful of real games. So get to know your RG personalities a little bit. And I think I think we gave them a peek behind the curtain, Blender. A, a, a small peek but a peek behind the curtain. And well, by I don't the way, think, Blender, I
1: don't think, what what we said, it's like to me, it's not interesting. It's just that on a Wednesday, this is one of the few slates in, in NFL where. It'll feel more like NBA where yeah. it feels like, like talking about the, the, the slate tonight for NBA is, is almost pointless even at 11 o'clock in the morning, because there's a million news and injuries and everything like that, that will come out over the next seven or eight hours NFL, yeah. It's going to work out the same way, but not necessarily even due to injury. Just who's even playing. I mean, there we have, we have people in our projections mm-hmm. right now that, I guarantee you will not be in our projections come Saturday. Right. It's not yeah. just the in, And it's, I'm not, I'm not saying it's the injury players. Yeah. We got the news. Christian McCaffrey isn't playing.
2: Right. Well, we already knew he's that. He's, we knew that last week. Like, we right, already yeah, knew. We knew okay, they,
1: yeah. Yeah. They've won like, the conference. The, whole, like, the, the, the teams that are in and don't really have any need to improve,
2: they're going to be sitting players. And, right. And guess what, Blender? They better. Could you imagine? Patrick Mahomes going out there Sunday and having a season-ending injury. McCaffrey, um, Debo Samuel, and I'm saying Lamar Jackson. Could you imagine them rolling out there and then get hurt? And it's like, hey guys, by the way, Lamar's not going to be able to play at all the rest of the year for the listen, it'd be pandemonium. So I'm all for these guys sitting when it doesn't mean anything like Dallas has to play. Philly has to play because it means something. You gotta play. But if you've if you've won it already, don't don't put your stars out there in harm's way. Because anything can happen, right? Like non-contact, even Blender. How many you, you like uh Jamal Charles? Do you remember the Jamal Charles non-contact injury when he was with the Chiefs? I'm not sure if you remember. I mean, it was just a regular, ordinary play, non-contact, and he's down. So uh, I'm I'm all for these guys sitting. I'm gonna hop back to a peak behind the curtain, but I know you talked about your uh uh comedic friends. And I, I may have told you this before, I don't know how many people, but I did stand-up comedy in college. Um at a at a local I, I, comedy I, I wanna club. get I wanna get a tape of that. Do you have a recording of that? Man, listen, one of my friends used to record it and I, I had one, I used to have like my first performance somewhere. And so, because you know, my first performance—I was never a nervous guy—and really, my first stand-up comedy performance was probably when I was a freshman in college. But it was—I wasn't actually doing a real set per se, but it ended up being a set. Um, So, what happened? But I don't know. But I'm a musician also, so I play drums, play keys. At the time, I was mostly playing drums. Well, at the college I went to, every year they had a freshman talent show. And so what would happen is, you know, all the freshmen would come out and, you know, perform, sing, dance, whatever. Well, you know, I was playing drums with like a group of singers. So, you know, um, one of my frat brothers and, and one of my long-standing college friends, Quan Marshall, he played piano, had a guy that we played with named Otis. He played bass. I was playing keys. A couple other guys. We had some horn players. This was all we're all freshmen. Well, what happened was, Blender, they didn't really have anyone. They realized quickly, well, we've got all this talent, but we don't have anyone to keep the show moving. And they were like, Well, Will seems like a, a a you know confident guy like Will, why don't you just try to host the show? And so Blender, what I started doing was telling jokes in between all the sets. And they were like, This is Was like, it your no own material?
1: Deal. Was it are you just doing oh, yeah. joke joke?
2: My, my, my own material? My own material. I didn't read my, my own material. And you know, it was like, so for instance, I think, I don't remember everything I said, because like I was a freshman, that's, you know, that's over 20 years ago now. But I said, well, I remember a guy was doing like, um, he had this very interesting performance, like playing, singing and dancing and all this stuff. And I was like, what a performance, uh, you know, how many of you can even, you know, tap your head and rub your stomach at the same time? This guy's out here, you know, and it was funny, like at the time, you know, and <laughs> I just, you know, I just told some jokes in between. I said, man, this is, uh, I might be able to do this. And so I started doing some stand-up comedy. And i never forget. I don't remember all of my, like, all my performances in the middle. I remember my first one, and I remember one of my last ones. Because, you know, but I did write my own material. And at the time, Glenn, I would carry a small notebook in my pocket. and uh, And wherever I went, if I saw something funny, I'd write it down. And turn it into material, and so I remember my first, uh, my first big, like my my very first performance. I uh, I had this segment about Walmart, right? It's about Walmart, and at the time, you know, there was no self checkout, so people could come to the register blender with like fifty million items in their buggy, and the and the clerk has to check all these things out, right? But blender, typically at that time, the person that had all those items in the buggy, it's so funny how this would happen. They go up to the register, they swipe all this stuff, and they'd say, yes, ma'am, uh, or sir, your total is 486 91. And the person would go, oh, okay. Let's take out the cheese. Let's take that back. All right. How much is it now? Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, now let's take out the cereal. They don't need that cereal. Let's uh, take the, They got enough cereal at home. How much is it now? Okay. Uh. All right. Take out that TV. Let's take that TV off. Take that out of there. How much? Two hundred dollars. Okay. Now, could you put half in cash and half on my car? <laughs> so listen, I mean, I'm in college. I remember, it, like, the set was much more funny than that because, like, I had set it up pretty good. But that became my punchline for like my first. My very first comedic show. And so I'd have these scenarios and I'd say, yeah, man, you know, I met a guy at the gas station and we we're hanging out. And he went in, you know, we were talking. He went in. I got behind him in line and they said, oh, sir, your total is $50. He said, can I put half in cash and half? And that was like my punchline for my first. And I ran that into like, but people didn't see it coming until it was right on them. So like I set it up pretty well. But uh, that, that was my first one. I wish I had that on tape because it was it was pretty hilarious. Uh, thinking back, because you know, I'm, I'm at that time. I'm 17 years old with people in there that are like 40, 50, 30. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm a young kid. So it, it was pretty fun. Mac forum uh, chat says, please stick to props. Will listen, Matt. Like, don't don't judge what you hear right now. You got to think, Mac. I'm I'm 20 years older. Like, you got to think about me as like, trust me. I, trust me. It was funny. Um, I'm just so what I'm doing trust, now is I'm actually trust, just telling that's the- not a good thing. Comedians shouldn't you don't say that as a comic, you just don't do your material in a
1: non-stand up environment. You go, trust me, it was funny. Well,
2: Bl- Blinda, I don't care. I'm not a I'm not a stand-up comedian anymore. Like, I- I'm basically telling the Have, story. Did you ever did you, you ever do like story. an open mic? Have you ever done a co- like? I know that uh, of uh what, course. what is this comedy house? You got no, the- I, I, didn't, the- I, didn't I I didn't do comedy house, I didn't do comedy house, but I did um like I said, I did my local one and it was open mic. Like that's how you got on. So like right, princess, that's you yeah, yeah, yeah. It was open mic. But Matt, you know, listen, I, if I had the tapes, I wish you guys could see them. It was it was a, a really good uh re- really good experience. Um and I, I mean I I enjoyed it, man. It, it was tons of fun. Tons of fun.
1: You can find some of my <laughs> older stuff
2: on YouTube. Oh, great. I'll look it up. I, I love stand-up comedy. Uh, I love it. Are you, are, are you just
1: trying to get out of having to talk about a slate with solo totals? No, t- I'm not. You can tell by who's playing. Like, who's not going to play? Like, like since the Bengals are favored over the Browns, which should tell you something, because the Browns are sitting a bunch of people. Yeah. We got the, yeah. the Patriots-Jets game has a total that's 30 and a half, right? The, one yep. of the highest totals – I mean, obviously, Dallas has the highest total. 29 and but, a half by But far. they've got to
2: play. Yeah, they, right. they've got to play. Seattle,
1: like, the, the highest total game is Seattle-Arizona. So, like, looking through some of this stuff that we see here, uh, Jacksonville, on the other hand, has a 22 and a half total, and apparently uh, DraftKings has – Failed to realize that they've left Christian Kirk at three at minimum price, <laughs> so he's going to be pretty popular if he plays. And it may be the type of thing that maybe he's active and he doesn't play fully because he's coming back from injury. But we've also yeah. got like, like here's the here's the chalk of the slate. I mean, Eli Mitchell is fifty eight hundred, right? We got yeah. Pierre, Pierre Strong is mid price for a running back, four K. Yep. Cause you have to think that Jerome Ford isn't, I don't think we have Jerome Ford in the projections. Like this yep. is the thing. I just want to make it, make it clear to everyone listening or watching out there, hit that thumbs up button. Like I know we're 20 minutes in. And it's like, well, we really haven't really previewed the slate. Well, it's very hard to preview a slate where half these people may not even be in the lineup or like we may be talking about, Oh, Zamir white. If Jacobs is out again and they're, we may end up coming 3 days from now and there'll be like 3 running backs that are cheaper than 6k that project better than him right yeah. depending on who's in and who's out who who they're going to play and a lot of this stuff when we may not know for for a couple of days the main yeah. ones we do know but i think from an overall standpoint will in gpp right cash games it's like okay just press the optimal button and move on move on with your life yeah, in GPP, I think you really should focus on the teams that actually have. Now, I'm not saying that there there are not that many teams that like don't have a reason to win, but I'm much more likely. see this is what happens: Will on week 18, a good team sits a bunch of their good players. And then you get, okay, well, they're going to be playing with their backup quarterback and a whole bunch of 3K, 4K wide receivers, and people look at the name of the team and they go, how do I not play the Chiefs with Blaine Gabbert and a bunch of 3K – like, no, they're (laughs) bad. They're they're bad. The the team name doesn't matter anymore. So, like, I'd much rather play teams that aren't as, quote, good – but are playing their actual starters and need to win then play, you know, Oh, I'm going to take a shot on the, you know, I mean, does
2: Arizona need to play? I mean, no, no, they don't. They don't. Right. And that's, that's, that that's what I think is important. The Browns aren't going to play just, just based on the standings. Browns aren't going to play their guys. Uh, well, let's talk about the people that are going to play there, guys that need to win, because it's right. It's not as many as you think, but it's not. It's not great. So the Bucks, the Buccaneers are going to play their guys if they win. Right. Like they have to win. I think if they if they lose and the Saints win, they're out. Right. If they, win, I don't know. Then... Will I just want to be
1: clear for people? I don't care whether or not these teams win or not. It's just that I don't. I don't want to roster players that are either going to be rotated in a million times or not play the second half and like no, all that weird stuff no. happens on week 18 so like Tampa but Bay a- will be playing their starters the entire all game through correct
2: correct right and the so only time the Saints- they'll hit them
1: is if they're up by like seven touchdowns and
2: then you're right. happy anyway because they scored right. a whole ton of points anyway right right and so will the Saints and and, and kudos to the league for having both of their games at one o'clock because the Saints game was at 4 as an example and the Buccaneers have already won the Saints have no reason to play their guys cuz they're already out so right. the Buccaneers will be playing their guys the Saints will be playing their guys whoever wins if if Tampa Bay wins then even if the Saints are even if the Saints win it doesn't matter so the Saints have to play to win and the Buccaneers have to play to win Lions it doesn't matter Jaguars have to play their guys the um,
1: you know, I mean, you take a look, Will, at a game like the Bengals Browns. Does that yeah. ma- does that
2: game matter at all? It doesn't matter for the Browns, but Jake Browning's probably going to play anyway because he's already the backup, and maybe right. he has some, some misfits. Like, I wouldn't trust the receivers, I, I might trust Browning for three quarters, but you get what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not, I'm like, not ta- really, I'm not talking about the quarterbacks here. I'm talking more about
1: do you really want to play Jamar Chase and T Higgins and these I types of guys? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's really no. no incentive for them to play hundred percent of the snaps. And right. I mean, right. you take a look at the line. Do I do I really want to play Amon Ross ain't brown? No.
2: That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Lions, I don't I don't think you can touch them. The Jets, Jeez, the Jets Patriots game
1: not. is a, is the 30 and a half crap show. It's Neither a disaster team, already. Right. Yeah. Like Tennessee, Tennessee has nothing to play for. Like, do I really trust DeAndre Hopkins? In this spot,
2: yeah. Incentive I mean, wise, well, 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 he he does have some incentives, and maybe he gets to the incentives, and then he's out. Like, because right, I, I I'm talking about from it. a team a team perspective, incentive. They're out of the mm. playoffs. They can, yeah, 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 yeah. No, they're not in the playoffs. But I think, I, see, that's the thing, brilliant, I, really, I don't start checking incentives until like Friday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. right before the Blitz show. So I haven't like looked at, but I I know. I know for sure, because he was on my incentives list last week, and I think he cleared one or two, but he still had some more he could clear. He gets a couple more catches. But he'll make another probably 500000 or whatever, which that's good money. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that for him. Uh, also, shout out to the league. Eagles and Cowboys are playing at the same time, and both of those teams have to win because both are playing division games. So you, you should be able to get some good stuff from Philly good stuff from Dallas like that's that's probably the those are probably going to be your best expensive pieces of the week and then also but th- this one's not on the slate so it kind of doesn't matter but it will be good for showdown and I, and I know we're just talking about Maine but bills and Miami means a lot but that's showdown but you know they're not going to sit anyone so that that should be blender that might be some of the best showdown in terms of players we've had in a while so um, those are kind of where – that's where we are this week. And then same, same thing for Houston and um, – Houston and the Colts, they have to win – that's Saturday, but I'm just talking through who needs to play and win. Right. right. Well, and the, the, who, Seahawks, who the Seahawks have anything. incentive.
1: I mean, I'm looking at the right, right, right. Seattle 25-point yeah. total going, I may want to play some Geno Smith stacks. Do the, pa- yeah. do the, do the Packers have anything
2: to play for, really? They – uh, I think they kind of do what they're gonna need some help. So if right. they if they they have to win, and I think um, I don't know, the Buccaneers, like a couple other teams have to lose, and the likelihood of all those teams losing is like not good but they still have to play and let me look that up while we while we're live Linda. yeah but i mean their um, their
1: team total is pretty
2: high 23.75 so i'm going to assume that
1: that they're playing their start i mean they're going to the packers are going to play as the packers but i mean i'm that the, the disparity between a game like that and a game like the chiefs chargers is is night and day because like the chiefs have the chiefs are are, are sitting people and the chargers ain't making the playoffs so it's like it's Easton stick versus Blaine Gabbert. Like I'm not, I'm not interested. I mean, we're going to have some three K receivers in this game. I'm Denver, like the Broncos and the Raiders. Is there any reason why either of these teams? Like, I think these teams would rather just have this week off and just not even bother. They just rather sit at home. Right. I'm assuming. So the 49ers Rams. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I- You take a look, they're sitting. I mean, just you look around here, it makes it more and more. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is 9,300, and we're going to get value, so you know, we're going to have tons of 4K running backs and 3K wide receivers. I could see CeeDee Lamb being absurdly owned on this slate at 9,300. But the Dallas has a team total that's almost a touchdown higher than any other team on the slate. They're facing the commander's defense, who honestly are awful. Uh, Yeah. The Cowboys are actually way more pass-heavy than most people think.
2: Yeah. Their running game has been awful this year overall anyway, so they've had to pass. Is
1: this no, no. What happens, Will,
2: is this the Pollard game? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. But but seriously, Blender, it could be down the stretch. Like, they throw for a couple touchdowns early – Maybe they're up, let's call it 35-14 in the second, or not second, excuse me, in the third. And there's like eight minutes left in the third quarter or something. And he just like gets five carries on that drive for 60 yards and a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? And then then he kind of blows through the slate because he's already had like 42 yards in the first half. A couple catches for 30 yards. And then in a third, he just, he breaks one like that. That that could easily make it the pilot game. And he hadn't had to do anything crazy. He just played within the normal flow. So I I get it. Like it could be.
1: I'm also one, I also want to show people what we currently have in our projections. Obviously, these will be these are going to get updated a million times before Sunday. Like we take a look at San Francisco and you go, okay, normally San Francisco is the type of team where it's like one of their guys goes off. You know, IU, Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey, like every game, one of them. So you probably might as well just have one 49er in all your lineups. But mm-hmm. if you take a look at these projections, like obviously we have Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell in and, yeah. uh, and and McCaffrey out. But we also have like IU and Samuel. They, they've not been ruled out for this game, right? They've, they've not been said that, you know, we're going to sit these guys, Kittle, IU, Samuel. So if they do play, you – you have to make the call. I mean, we're we're making it obviously here with Ayuk and Samuel being projected so low that they're not gonna play like they'll play right. some of the time or they'll play the first None quarter. Of the yeah, something or crazy. Something
2: like that. So I'm I'm banking on Willie Sneed and all these other band of misfits playing for the 49ers on Sunday for what it's worth. Like Willie right. Sneed, um um, Juwan, I, I mean, Jawan like Jennings, Ronnie Bell. I, I i don't know. I don't know. Jawan Jennings even plays Blend because, like, he's a part of their main scheme and like run blocking and packaging. Like, Chris, if done, he, they, they have Chris, they've got Chris Conley there. Chris, Chris Conley, if he's suiting up, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, those guys are the ones that I think see the bulk of the work because we know Sam Darnold's going to be at quarterback. Like, you know, they. The thing is, though, we'll, I don't think they'll beat the Rams, and and but the Rams don't really have anything to play for either. That's the thing; they're set. So it's that that's probably the most interesting game, like uh, between two teams that have nothing. To, like both of those teams are already in; they have no incentive to roll out their main guys for an extended amount of time.
1: Right, but I'm also want want to highlight that if we get word that uh, like one of these guys is just not going to suit up at all, it's obviously going to bump the projections for the other receivers. So like, like you may look at this and go like, Oh, well, Ayuk and Samuel are in, which means like the 49ers don't don't rate out. Well, well, if they rule out Depot and Ayuk, I mean, and Jennings plays, I mean, you're going to get a lot of these sub 4k receivers that are, are actually going to project pretty well. But until that news is known, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, like, the way that we do projections here at grinders, is that if they're questionable or better, like, they're going to be factored in. Someone in yeah. the projections. So, understand that this week, around the industry, projections are going to be very, very fragile. Because, look, we have the 49ers projections as if Debo and Ayuk are essentially playing the first quarter and being done type of thing. Mm-hmm. They'll play one series, maybe two series. But if you have a take that... You know what? I think they just play IU the entire game. And, like, no one wants to and no one wants to touch him because they're afraid. Then like, go for it. And there's also, understand that, let's say, you know, we have all these situations where, you know, Cleveland's sending a whole bunch of people, right? Yeah. So you got Cleveland here, and it's like, okay, Cedric Tillman, 3,900. David Bell, 3,400. Marquise Goodwin, 3,000. James Proche, 3,000. You got, you know, I mean, like, how much are they going to play Kareem Hunt? Like, you take a look, how much data do we have on the Browns playing without like Elijah Moore and Ford and Cooper and 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 a decent starting quarterback? Like, just because we project like Cedric Tillman to have like twenty two percent target share doesn't mean that that actually happens. It could be that David Bell is the one. It could be that Marquise Goodwin is the one. We go to other teams. I mean, this will happen across the board. You take a look at all these, especially the teams that have nothing to play, that don't have anything to play for. So you look at the Chargers, and you look at the Chiefs, and you look at the Raiders. Like, yeah, I know Devontae Adams got like 21 targets last week. But the... Devontae Adams really gonna do you think in the last game of the season that he's gonna be out there, you know, catching 21 balls? I don't. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe Trey yeah. Tucker's the guy that you want. So, like, all the, the inputs for any projection around the industry is gonna be extremely fragile. So this is very, very similar to week one of the of where. You just have preseason to go by, and no one knows anything. This is a no one knows anything type of week, so hence why we're doing this preview on a Wednesday. And how much can we? How much can we really? We talked about stand up for half the time, and M- MTV, like for entertainment purposes, like yeah. This is the this is the type type of slate where dude, you could the you could play two percent, three percent own guys that end up putting up a ton of points and guys that are end up being 20% on. is like, Oh, you gotta play. You gotta play Pierre strong at 4k. Well, what, what happens if you, what happens if they just give Kareem hunt the ball all the time? Like if Pierre Strong doesn't do much, like no one knows, or it could be the complete opposite. You could be like, Oh, well, maybe Pierre strong just gets 26 touches and five catches and ends up scoring 32 points for the Browns against the, the Bengals defense. It could be either of those two. So don't necessarily treat, especially yep. like, oh, well, this guy projects for like one and a half points more than this other guy. Dude, one and a half points on a week 18 slate, like no one knows anything. The error bars on these projections are gonna be much wider. Because unless you're at practice, right? Unless you're in unless you're seeing the schemes and the and the formations and the and the squads that they're running in close practice you you don't really know what what they're what they're going to do who knows bengal's come out and go you know what we're going to have we're gonna, the, the browns defense they're sitting most of their starters and jamar chase just goes out and torches everyone right and browning just throws him the ball and is, the bengal's go yeah. and they score 42 points for no reason and chase has you know 16 16 for 226 and three touchdowns And you'd come back to us and go, well, what was, what incentive did Chase have? (laughs) Well, you never know. Behind the scenes, they're just like, you know what? Let's just go out and have some fun and who cares? Maybe that's what they do. Yet another coach may look at this. The Rams may look at it and you go, oh, I played Puka Nakua. And then you, you wonder, uh, you're watching red zone and you're seeing like, like, where, where's, where's his number? Where is he? And he, and he's on the bench like for most of the game. And it's like, yeah, but I thought the Rams would do yeah, you you don't know. Demarcus Robinson's out there catching yeah. every ball. Tutu outwell. And, and you're like, well, what happened to Puka? What happened to Cooper Cup? And like, like, dude, even if the coaches and tell that's you. The thing,
2: even even Demarcus Robinson is a part of their main build. Like Tutu's kind of the man, the outside man. So so much can happen. And Blood, I wanted to clear something up. The Packers, all they have to do is win. If they beat the Bears, they're in. I thought, like, the Seahawks had to lose and maybe the Bucks No. If the Packers just win this game, they go to the playoffs. The Seahawks are actually the ones that need the help. So the Packers would have to lose. They would have to win. So forth and so on. I had it reversed. Seahawks need to win Packers, and they need the Packers to lose. If the Packers just win, they're in. So they're playing everybody. They're, they're full go here. Everybody's playing. Well, they're, they're um,
1: playing everyone that's, that's healthy
2: correct correct I mean, Yes,
1: yes sorry
2: I mean, everyone
1: complete the Raiden uh Jaden Reed Watson and Wicks all have q tags
2: yeah yeah e- everyone that's healthy uh is playing cowboys obviously if the cowboys win they and the eagles lose they they're number 2 in the NFC first in the in the uh NFC East if the eagles win and the cowboys win eagles are first in the NFC East But so they'll get, you know, that, that home field advantage for the first game. But, but the Eagles absolutely have a worse matchup. I know they're playing the Giants. Don't hear what I'm saying. Not what I'm not saying. I'm saying the Cowboys are playing the commanders and the Eagles are playing the Giants. And they have a much more rough matchup, especially with Tyrod playing at quarterback. So the Eagles are going to have to earn this one where I think we feel like the Cowboys may have more of a, more of a cruise control scenario. I do think it's in the cars that the, the Packers could lose this game. Bears have been playing a little bit better down the stretch. Defense has been a little bit better. So the, the Packers are going to have to earn this win as well. It's not going to be a gimme. So it's going to get interesting, you know, later in the day with a lot of these teams playing at 425.
1: I want to uh, just, before we get out of here, I'm not, uh, you'll you'll see in the projections that my, one of the best projected quarterbacks is Justin Fields. Uh, because obviously, you know, with his legs, and I mean, for the price compared to Prescott, compared to, to to Hertz, some of these guys, I get the sense, like, depend, like the Bears don't have anything to play for, right? We've agreed with that. there's nothing there.
2: But the the, but they probably that, need to find Justin Fields a new home.
1: Well, that's that's the point that I was making of. Justin Fields, because to me, him starting the game of a game that doesn't matter, I think speaks a lot to what they may be doing in the draft. Yeah. This coming, like, like, I don't, I don't think, I mean, this is just my opinion that if Justin, if Justin Fields is active and starts, it's not like he's going to play one series and sit and be like, we got to protect our franchise quarterback. Like, he's either going to be inactive. Maybe, hey, the Bears could come out tomorrow and say Justin Fields is going to be sitting and we're not going to play him because we're going to protect But But that's a sign that, oh, they view Justin Fields as... The guy. The guy, right. But if he's in, uh, you go, oh, well, he's not the guy. He's like, yeah, but... He also wants to show the, the rest of the league that he could be the guy for another team. And the bear, yeah. the bears almost want him to do well enough where he could get, they could get max value for him and go, look, here's a showcase. Well, so I'm like, I'm not a, appo- I'm not opposed necessarily to playing Justin Fields. No, as no he's one of the this only week. quarterbacks on the slate that has nothing to play for. As opposed to some of these other guys that are like career backup, like this, like Blaine Gabbard has nothing to prove. Like, he's right, not gonna right, be a right. starter anywhere. He's not like like right, some of these guys are just Aiden O'Connell doesn't have anything to Like, these guys are, aren't going anywhere. Justin Fields yeah. is could be a legit starting quarterback, maybe for some other team that the Patriots. There is the, an incentive I mean, I'm, I'm there in the
2: teams. Do one. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. And here's the thing, too, Blender, and this is just you know more about the real things. I know, like I said, I think we did well with what, what we had available today. I do think Justin Fields is good enough to be a starting quarterback. I just think the organization, all the moves they've made, like I think everybody feels like Caleb Williams is like the next big thing. And so, so there's both camps, right? There's a side of this that says, well, Justin Fields is, could be really good. Just keep adding the pieces that you need to make your team successful. So instead of going out and getting Caleb Williams in the draft, you say, Well, wait a minute, we can get the best offensive lineman in the draft, which helps our team, or the best defensive lineman, or the best quarterback. Like the problem is they're gonna have the number one pick. And so if they pass on Caleb Williams and then Justin Fields just doesn't play well, it's gonna be like, what if? So I think I I don't think they should, like honestly, I think they should stay the course. But I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to draft Caleb, and I think what they what they're probably going to do is try to trade Justin to somewhere and maybe get a couple more assets to help Caleb Williams. But I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that or where he's going to end up. Like, I mean, there, I do have some ideas of of where he could go. Like, there are some teams that could use Justin Fields if they're hitting the reset button, like the Raiders. Like, the Raiders could use Justin Fields. Uh, as, as crazy as this sounds, the Vikings could use Justin Fields with Kirk getting hurt. And I don't know how they're going to view the Kirk situation. Um, could he sneak into Tampa Bay? Could he sneak into New England? Like, could, like there's some places he could go that I think would be willing, willing to do it. Um, I just don't know how they're going to handle it but I don't think he's going to be a backup if they trade him for what it's worth. Right. There's enough bad quarterbacks
1: that are actually starting around the league that yeah. you'd look at Justin Fields and go, I think you could do better with Justin Fields than. Yeah. Than that guy. Yeah.
2: And if, right. if Aaron Rodgers decided to retire, he's not retiring, but I'm saying if that were the case, like if he had played his two seasons already, like the jets would probably be my God, optimal. Cause you know, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of places he could go. So I, I think he's going to be fine. Like, do, do they view him as some form of an answer, you know, for the Giants even? I don't know if I mentioned the Giants. Like, I don't think they want to hold on to Daniel Jones much longer. Like, this – I know they paid him the money, but this team's going nowhere fast.
1: You know what else uh, – What what's not going nowhere fast?
2: The Falcons. The content Falcons. that you have
1: coming out this week, your prize picks, your underdog stuff. All right, what? Well, yeah. Uh, what's uh? What, what's coming out this week? You have a whole bunch of NBA stuff. So let let yeah. me, let the people know what to what to expect the the last week of the NFL season. What you got coming out? So
2: I'm gonna probably work it backwards. Sunday night, of course, I'll be on with the uh, the showdown show, myself and TJ, and that's been a really good show this season. The people have kind of tuned in. Like we've really we've really had some nice calls there. Uh, the blitz show on Saturday, obviously. Uh, with with myself, Derek Cardy, who's the mastermind behind the Blitz. Alex Dunlap from Rosterwatch. Uh, I'll, I'll have another week of Stat Hero content. Um, and then we'll have uh, more content for Owner's Box. And for those of you that haven't played on Owner's Box, folks, it's actually a really cool site. Um, obviously, they don't have the, the same prize pools as DraftKings or FanDuel because they're a smaller company. But Blender, they've gotten rid of defense. So they give you a super flex. So that opens up. A, a type of different lineup construction. So you don't, have, you don't have to worry about, you know, one of these bad defenses, luck boxing into a kick return for a touchdown and a fumble recovery for a touchdown and intercept before a touchdown and just burying you on a Sunday. If you don't have it, if you put together the right pieces, you got a chance to win uh, one of their top contests. I think it's 15 K up top, but blender we're, we're fantasy sports players. We love 15 K like yeah it might not be a million take 15k to win and i think you would as well um so that's owner's box i have a video up for that and write an article for that one every week and then you know of course i'll be on a couple shows for basketball i'll be in the prop shop and then i also write an article called the best of both worlds i actually write that one for another company um but obviously you know rotograms is my home but I, i write an article for them daily um, just kind of detailing uh, prop targets and then tournament. Tur- it's, it's basically more for tournaments and, and props than anything else. And just kind of identifying who would be some good GPP targets. And we've done well there as well. So I, yeah, I've enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully you guys can continue to to check it out.
1: Well, hit the like button on your way out the door. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live on the YouTube channel. we got the Swolecast. Later today on the Swolecast channel, we got NBA Grinders live, crunch time. Shout out, to buying it. four,
2: pulling in thirty k this year. Oh, shout I didn't to, see that. No. To, yeah, buying four in in the uh, in uh, a best ball, one of the bigger best ball cont- contests. I think I can't remember what place he came in. but had a nice payday for best ball. Shout out, by four, good content as usual.
1: You check that out at Spike Week. That's a system yes, site. Yes, Scores and Grant's over there. Grant's always over at Scores and Odds. Uh he got the turd bombs and the turd dings and the, the turd touchdowns. And they got If you want to if you want to check out a bunch of turds, go go over to scoresandodds.com. And obviously bombs coming back real out, soon, too. Check out the prop shop. It's free. You could join Chief in there for free. So roadegrinders.com slash Discord. Join our Discord. I got a channel in there, but it's only for premium members. So you got to be a premium member. Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. Join us here at Road to Grinders. I'll be back tomorrow. TJ's on. I don't know what we'll be talking about. I think it's going to be NHL tomorrow because we don't got a Thursday night football game. But it could be a smorgasbord of, of topics. You never know, right? You never know. Maybe we're talking about music videos. Maybe we're talking about stand-up comedy. All I know is that uh, Will's neighbor's behind there. Stop with the fireworks. It's January 3rd. <laughs> we don't need the fireworks anymore. So uh, so for Will, I'm Jordan Cooper. Hey, Gabe Lenderet, follow me there on Twitter. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow, as, as I'm always here, Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, talking about all things you're thinking about in Daily Fantasy, props and pick them on Roto Grinders today. Today. <laughs>